this reunion episode, Brandon Taylor, and what happened? They had so many disagreements and arguments that they eventually took out restraining orders against one another. And because of that, they both couldn't be at the reunion episode. So only shocker, Taylor showed up and Brandon didn't show up. <laughs> we had to decide, obviously, it's going to be Taylor, not Brandon. <laughs> so in this case, we really just had... Kevin asking Taylor about their relationship and was this something that she really mm, knew going in that the kind of person she wanted and was she really sticking to her criteria? And then Taylor was like, what are you talking? And Kevin mentioned the Instagram post of 6'2 guy without a record, sanity, all that stuff. And Taylor's response basically was, I did ask for that to the experts and they just didn't deliver on that. And Anyways, so we go through the history of the restraining order and whose story is right, I don't know. But it basically was that they were at the same bar and Taylor had brought a new guy there who she's currently in a relationship with. And while she was in the bathroom, she came out and saw that this new guy and Brandon were talking and she was like, we got to go, we got to go. And just try to diffuse the discussion that they were having but something happened and eventually Brandon was taking pictures of Taylor and this new guy and saying that Taylor pushed him and Taylor saying that Brandon followed her and is harassing her and so all in all they have a wonderful night and they take our training orders out of the well they got arrested she said yeah, they, they, both got arrested. they both got arrested which is insane I don't understand how they can't just like leave each other alone. Like if, mm-hmm. if what they're saying is true, they said, I don't want anything to do with you. I'm over this, like F this, whatever. Then, then your behavior should mirror that where it's like, mm-hmm. I, I just want to be away from this person. So like, clearly they're not willing to let this drama die down yet. Like that's all you have to do. It's in action. That's what you need mm-hmm. to do. Stop, mm-hmm. stop trying to contact each other. Stop being petty. Stop trying to take pictures of some because you ran into each other at the bar. Like just leave. Like I stopped going to the partner's favorite bar. Like that is the thing. She was doing the classic lying person thing of over explaining. She's like, Oh, so I went to get water. And then I went to like, you could tell she was basically coming up with the story as she was talking. I'm like this. I don't. She, I've had such a 180 with her. Like I, I like, it's funny hearing earlier clips of us. I think we all thought she was amazing. Like we were all on the Taylor boat of like beauty and brains and bubbly personality. And we're just like, this is awesome. This is great. And now I can't, I have a hard time believing a lot of the stuff she says. Like, and going off of this story, obviously we don't have enough to really make a decision on it. But from the stuff that I that we have i kind of think this was on her like why are you Mm. you took so you guys are still technically married i think at that point yeah even if that isn't the case you took your friend who you're you're dating you're probably dating you took him to the bar that you knew that was brandon's it sounds like he used to work there or that was his favorite bar um she did mention oh he said he no longer likes that bar but Okay. Like it felt almost like I got my new boo here. I'm going to try to go to the bar. Even if he doesn't work here anymore, they're all going to tell him, Hey, guess what? 
I saw your girl with this new guy. Like, it felt like she was looking for trauma. Mm -hmm. And then him, it sounds like the, the issue was him taking pictures. Why did you have to go back? She's like, oh, he was taking pictures, so we went to leave. And then I went back. And it's like, him taking pictures, that's... Like, it, it almost felt like she instigated this whole thing. And I really wish the, the host, he did an amazing job with the show overall. Sometimes I don't agree with his tactics, but you could tell he did a good job of, like, getting people to interact and, and open up. He should have been harder on her. He should have been. Like, he just, he basically went, oh, okay. Like, no, that's not, the, does anyone <laughs> think that story makes any sense? Like, I get it. A lot of the people don't like Brandon. You can't just because you don't like him. That doesn't mean that every situation he's in, he's the bad guy. Like mm -hmm. she, she caused this. She caused this, and I don't know if she did it for drama or for attention or what. But come on, come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, we've both we've seen how both Brandon and Taylor act when they're upset, and so mm -hmm. it's not a big stretch of the imagination to imagine them in a bar where she's with a new guy and they run into Brandon, and of course there's going to be a problem. And I do not believe that either side was at, without fault. Like, I I get like maybe the area that they're living, it's kind of a small town, like going to the bar that they went to, like Washington DC is a small <laughs> yeah. town. But you know how like you have, <laughs> your, neighborhood. you have your like kind of go-to places, you know? And mm. that's more what I mean of like, these are the places gotcha. we tend to go because we like them. Not like there's not 50,000 bars in, in DC <laughs> that you can go to, but you want to go somewhere familiar. And like, there might be some overlap if you're kind of in that same area neighborhood. I don't know. I don't know where mm -hmm. they live, but who cares? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So like, I, it's just, I imagine if like Mindy were to show up at a bar with her new whoever, and then she runs into Zach, like if Zach were to be like throwing a fuss or whatever, like I would completely believe that Mindy would be like, let's just go and like not engage. But with the dynamic that we've seen with Brandon and Taylor, I'm like, no, literally just one of them had to be a little bit riled up and then they would have just both like escalated. Like they meet each other wherever they are and like mm -hmm. neither one of them is able to step back when they're upset. So like, of course this happened. It's just, I don't know, to me, it's just another example of how they're both like emotionally immature. <laughs> the thing yeah. I saw here is a continuation of Taylor saying this is all you to fix because if, yeah. okay, you're telling Brandon, leave me alone, but you're not leaving, you're not also leaving him alone, right? Mm -hmm. And so I saw in this situation where Taylor went to at least this bar that he frequented. I don't know if it was his favorite or he worked there, at least this bar that he used to frequent in the recent, you know, past, right? Mm -hmm. And if you genuinely didn't want anything to do with him, you would also not really put yourself in a situation where you may encounter him, right? Like, I'm not saying augment or audit your whole life to be like, oh, I'm never going to, you know, go to a place where I may see him. But instead, if you genuinely didn't want to be around this person and want to avoid them, you would figure out how to avoid them, right? Mm -hmm. You would go to another one of your favorite bars or a different bar just for at least that one night until everything kind of faded away. Go back, you know, after a few months and kind of let things die down and then you can go back to that bar, right? Like, right. We're not talking about small town here where there's only one bar to go to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like dating a bartender. And if a bartender is your ex, 
You can't be mm -hmm. like, oh, well, I just happened to go to the bar that he works at. Get out of my life. It's like, no, you know that he's a bartender. You know where he works. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's the... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think the problem I had with it is that camera situation, like him taking a picture. It's, 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 I could see, I would, I could see it being frustrating, but if you're out in public, he legally does have the right to do that. Is that frustrating? Is that annoying? Yes. But once you go towards him and, you know, like I, we don't have any information, but I could see him, her like going towards him and pushing or something like that, like instigating the situation. I mean, we even saw when they had that couple's uh, weekend, uh, retreat weekend where he wanted to leave and he went into the bathroom and she like forced her way in there. Like, it's like, don't, don't put that, don't make that situation. Um, just that, that situation didn't have to happen. You know, like he, purposely went into the bathroom because he didn't want to talk to anybody. Let him have this. Let him have his yeah. away time. Um, the, the thing with the camera, though, I, I'd i have to say I don't really get the point of it or what you're proving with that because Brandon, to take a picture of a, his ex-wife with this new guy, like, what are you proving in that? Like, you, in the picture, don't have an altercation. Uh, it doesn't sound like there's any videos, so maybe you don't have any words there either. You just have, mm. you know, plain and simple, a picture of two people. And it's like, what do you really prove with that? And to have that be like a reason for, you know, Brandon was trying to defend himself with these pictures. Like, I don't really see what he's getting at when it, with any of that. Well, remember the whole storyline of we went this to this one place and you didn't come back until late. That thing that that argument they had. Mm -hmm, and she's mm -hmm. like, oh, I was just staying with some friends. I wonder if he's like, oh, this is the friend that you're staying with this guy. You know, but that even so, if she was hanging out with him after they had divorced, that wouldn't make a difference. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or at least they had decided not to stay with each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's just like, it just reminds me of like, if you, if you're like, interacting with a kid and they start screaming at you you don't scream back <laughs> and this is what happens with them is like one of them starts you know figurative figuratively screaming and the other one like just stoops to that level immediately and mm -hmm. and then tries to tell the story of like they screamed at me like it's unbelievable and it's like yeah well then you started to as well so you're like also at fault so it mm -hmm. just i don't know it didn't with like them at the reunion i was like yeah of course of course, Brandon wouldn't be here. I know like with the restraining order, legally, they cannot do that. But even if that situation hadn't happened and there wasn't this barrier to him being on the show, I highly doubt he would have sh shown up for this. Like he yeah. was so over that show. We saw him on decision day. He was accusing production of making him late for work and was clearly felt like everybody was out to get him. Do you really believe that five months later he would come back and be like, yeah, I'm going to dish about all of this stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, come on here. Like it would have been... It, it clearly would have been a trap because he would have been, you know, targeted very clearly in all of those mm -hmm. conversations and he would not be able to deal with that. So I just, I don't know it, but at the same time, like having only Taylor there to share her side of the story, I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can believe all of this because there's no one here who can say like, no, that's not what happened besides Michael. Mm -hmm. And she has consistently never taken the blame for anything on this. Right. Show. She doesn't accept like she never does mm -hmm. it's always the other person it was a joke uh you know or even the thing they 
when they brought up that video. And she's like, well, this is what I asked for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so that's what you're going to post when you're married? Right. The, like, right. <laughs> so the thing so I, um, I, I wanted to mention, too, with that, we had that one dinner that Taylor made for him, and they got into an, an argument because she just wants to take Instagram photos of her food, and they're not actually like, enjoying meal together, and so Brandon kind of shuts down and stops eating. And then Taylor's response is, if I'm doing something you don't like, just deal with it. And at the time, <laughs> I was like, like, to play devil's advocate, like, you know, don't stoop down, you know, to Ashley's point, to their level and buy into all of that. There is some kind of adaptability you have to have with your partner when they're not acting, you know, maturely all the time. However, I think it was just part of the larger picture how no matter what Taylor does, it's up to Brandon to not make it worse, right? Taylor's going to go to the bar that she probably knows you may or, you know, high chance of being at but when you see her there brandon it's your decision like you have to be the person to leave and this is on you figure it out and to what we were talking about earlier okay you want brandon to leave you alone but you're intentionally putting yourself in a situation where you're making him the person to leave you alone instead of you just leaving him alone mm-hmm. and so i was just like okay like taylor like this is not all on brandon to be like he's got to figure it out when Taylor doesn't want to take any responsibility for mm-hmm. also figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Another thing that came up when we were doing some research about this couple in particular is that apparently Taylor wasn't the first match that they had set for Brandon. So he had been selected as one of their kind of final choices. And apparently there were two other women who they had matched with him and it fell through for whatever reason And Taylor, it sounds like, was kind of a last-minute substitute. And so uh, some of the things I was reading online, and who knows how true this is, but it was saying that, like, um, they because it was last-minute in selecting her, that they didn't do as thorough as, like, a a background, not background check, like, that, you know, that whole legal world, but, like, just checking out her references and making sure she what she's saying is true. Um, It sounds like from that person that that wasn't something they did fully on her as much as they would on other people because of the time crunch. So who were the other two? I mean, we don't know. They were people who didn't end up on the show. So I thought that was interesting. So I was like, kind of from the start, uh, right pretty early with them, we started seeing issues. So how much of this can we attribute to the pairing versus like how maybe Brandon could have been with somebody else? Yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah. It could be anything. I guess my worry, though, is, I mean, we've seen the production, the filming portion of this is just, like, that was his problem, where even if he was with someone else, I don't know if that part of it would have changed. Like, he would still be angry about production and and angry about cameras in his face, Mm -hmm. even though he's on a reality TV show. (laughs) I think he would have still been angry, but he probably would have had someone... Maybe I shouldn't say probably. He may would have had someone that was more in his court that was thinking yeah. about Brandon before reality TV show and production crew, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm so curious, like what their first choice for him, like what she was like, you know, we, we probably won't ever get that, but um, that could have been a very different storyline with, with Brandon. Yeah. Spinoff mm-hmm. show. <laughs> <laughs> As if he would come back to reality TV. <laughs> Put Brandon on Married at First Sight Second Chances. Exactly. <laughs> no one shows up. 
it's just that one producer that he had that fight with, like waiting to like fight him. It's like, <laughs> all right, we can finally do this. You were talking crap about me before. <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say this is a great time to get into uh, what we thought about them mm-hmm. for the whole season. Um, so there's a one eighty, three sixty, all the degrees that you want to throw. Uh, turn for a lot of the different characters on the show, people on the show. Um, what was your, uh, your opinion, uh, Ashley? All right. So Brandon and Taylor overall, I think in the beginning we had so much confidence in them. We, we still were kind of buying into yeah. the Brandon charade of being like the, you know, duh, 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 like the kind of, he does that little bit of how he's like the Hello, young lady. Yeah. He's like that guy. And you know, that I appreciate you so quickly. Yeah. Coming in. <laughs> Hi, nice to see you again. Like that kind of weird <laughs> business stuff almost. That's like corporate. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and with Taylor too, like we kind of also bought into the the story of her being the beauty and the brains and um, kind of being this super well-rounded person. And I think they both have a lot of strengths and they're both um, like great individuals, but just this this mix of both of them was super toxic they didn't seem super ready for the process. They didn't seem like they had enough kind of self-awareness to know what they were looking for going into it. Um, And I think our ego, you know, their egos got in the way and it just, it was just kind of doomed from the start. (laughs) I think I just keep saying that about these couples. This is rough because (laughs) we really hope for the best for them. And it seemed like they were really promising in the start, but unfortunately Mm -hmm. it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. I think this was, even though there were other individuals that didn't really stay true to the people that they interviewed as, this was the the partnership that it seemed like these two people together were nothing like what they interviewed like. They had yeah. very different expectations they talked about, very different attitudes and very different outlooks on the relationship. And then as you go through their marriage, it seemed to be nothing almost like what they talked about Mm -hmm. which is disappointing i mean you want obviously these marriages to work out i mean the show is all about getting married at the end of the day whether it's first sight or not but it's about making these relationships last and it's it's tough to see that in this case with brandon taylor there was almost no hope from the beginning you know with everything that just kind of kept piling on and piling on and they just ended in in this case destruction (laughs) They're arrested. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think in the beginning episodes, I initially I thought Taylor was too good for Brandon. <laughs> I just I had that feeling. Um, I thought I, I liked Brandon's interactions with the other people on the show, especially when the guys were like meeting together for the first time and everyone was so nervous. And he was like a calm presence. And I was like, I was a lot more up on them as a couple following those type of scenes. But um, it's funny. You said they were doomed from the start. I think that's true. But I think, so like Michael Michael and Mika were doomed from the start. Like (laughs) wedding day. I mean, their first night after they had that weird interaction about him helping her take off her dress. Like it just, it felt shaky from the beginning Mm -hmm. with Brandon and Taylor. 
it felt like it was going to work. And I think the the main problem started on their honeymoon when she recorded him as he was waking up. And and I think that was the the problem that started this whole season. Like it's she you know we now know that he has like panic attacks and things like that. She triggered a panic attack. She didn't understand it because, you know, I, I don't have panic attacks. It sounds like she doesn't. It's hard to understand that if you've never had it before. But she wasn't understanding in that scene. And I think the way she handled that was bad. And the way he handled it by not talking to her for the whole day was awful. And from that point, it was basically, I think she felt as if you messed up, you need to make it better. And he, like, I think they could have worked if he was, he pulled a, a, a Mika, uh, Michael and Mika and was like constantly coming up with date nights for her or like went to and got pictures of her when she was a kid. And like, he would have to go above and beyond to make it work. And he never did that. So she constantly felt like, well, you're in the timeout room, you're in the doghouse, you need to get better. And he felt, I mean, he said it in one of the scenes, well, I apologize, get over it. And you can kind of see like that was, that was the problem. So she never put an effort, he never put an effort because they're both waiting for the other person to start putting an effort. And it's, it's so unfortunate because on paper, I get why the judges, uh, the experts, put them together. Like, um, they both are in similar career roles. They both are attractive people. They both have um, similar views on quite a few things. They both like drama. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're not afraid to <laughs> say how they feel. So I totally understand why they thought that. But if you're not willing to make it work, like, it's there's only so much they can do, mm -hmm. right? So... Um, I, I think, I think that was the, the major thing I got from them this season. Um, do you, do you think we'll ever be able to hear like Brandon's side of that interaction? Like, do you think that will ever come up or? I mean, I'm um, so uh, doing a little bit of research about them too. They both post to social media, their sides of the story. Oh, and really? mm -hmm. okay. so Brandon talks about how a lot of the same stuff we heard on the show too, that like Taylor was an instigator, manipulator, like sneaky and all that mm -hmm. she was doing and kept going and kept going back to maybe like make Brandon look like the bad guy. And in that situation specifically, that's why, you know, he took out his phone and was trying to record. Well, document not record mm -hmm. document how she came to him um into that bar and she pushed him and etc cetera, etc cetera. um but then you know taylor's response and it's kind of like this not necessarily response on social media to one another but response on social media about one another that taylor is like i should have never gone on the show this is a big mistake um i had to go through so much with brandon with his hot and coldness and it wasn't very fair to me. I didn't get a good partner. I'm also kind of blaming the experts there. Hmm. And both of them trying to say, well, again, because this is not the first time I say it, but yeah. say that 
it's all the other person's fault. Mm -hmm. And if it were not for that other person, it would have been a lot better. If they didn't try to instigate, it would have been a lot better. That's just so convenient just to be like, I did everything right, but I was put in this situation and I got a bad partner. The experts didn't do a good job. My partner was the problem. I didn't, I was in here with the best of intentions and all this stuff. Like that's, that's so lazy to me to be like, well, it's just all their fault. And like, there's two people in this relate. There was two people in this relationship. Like Mm -hmm. they both contributed to it. And uh, that's just so frustrating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really annoying to see that some people never really need to grow up, I guess. And, can always get away with that. I mean, we've seen many couples now, people that are like that. But mm. in this case where it doesn't matter if you take ownership, right? Like you can just be like, oh, I don't want to be with that yeah. person. Let me just move on. And it's just. But ironically, they're yeah. limiting their own growth. They're limiting their own ability to um, kind of see themselves clearly and then be able to maybe work on some of those things so they don't have similar problems in the next relationship. And work on, when you work on yourself, you become, you know, the next version of yourself. We're constantly changing. So you actually are attracting different types of people and you are attracted to different types of people. So if you don't address those things, this is a cycle that will repeat itself until you do. So it's to their detriment. It's to the detriment of their happiness, to their fulfillment in life, to reaching their goals, to growth. And like, that's the sad part to me is it's like, okay, yeah, you you had a rough time in this relationship. Y'all got divorced. Feelings were hurt. You know, you, you had a really rough time. Yes. But you also made some mistakes. And so this is a great case study of like, I mean, it, what other time in your life can you literally look back at a recording of this thing that you had? Yeah. Be like, what actually happened here? And like, I know how I was feeling. So what was that? How did how I was feeling translate into how I was treating the person and how did that actually work out? And I just, it just feels like a really big missed opportunity to move on in a better way. It definitely is a missed opportunity. It helps when you have awful friends. Like she had some of the worst friends that we have seen. She really, they were just yes men. Yes. Like the incredible Hulk with a, (laughs) I saw a comment that labeled him as the incredible Hulk with some flowery shirts or something. (laughs) Like, it's just like, like really after all, she's telling them her side of the story, which is heavily skewed to her opinion. And then afterwards, like, Oh, we got some single guys over there. Yeah. Can we do a barbecue? Like, or, Oh, we missed you. We had so much fun at whatever Island we were chilling at. Oh, and she's like, well, Oh, I'm married now. This is awful. Can't do that. Like I just like she was fine. I, I, <laughs> yeah, so I think it goes to show the reality of you don't really have to have the full story as long as you can tell a story and people will probably believe you a lot of the times. And in both of their cases, they had people in their court. They had people I mean, this is I don't want to get into politics, never mind. Um, but like we have <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it's a really good example of like it doesn't matter what the truth is if you can get people on your side, right? And you are able to, in this case, both of them had cheerleaders for them to be like, the other person is absolutely terrible. And no matter what they say, I'm never going to believe them. And you're absolutely right. You're the best person to ever exist. And there's never really a need to take ownership. Like 
Yeah. What's going to push you to be like, actually, I was wrong. I should do better. And I should, because in, in their eyes, what does that create? That creates pain and humility in their own, you know, inner being. Mm-hmm. If I don't need to face that, why would I face that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's, I think with this particular situation, it's even like now that you've mentioned that that's why he pulled out the camera. I don't know if this is just my like guy brain empathizing with guys more or something, but that right there just tells me a lot because if you're in a situation where you're worried that she's essentially going to frame you to look like you're like, that's not something like the fact that he felt the need to pull out that camera. That's not, that's, that's a very bad sign right there. Like, like even in the bathroom, when he did that in that bathroom scene, I was like, oh, oh, he thinks that she's like trying to frame him. And, and I'm kind of glad he did because she had a very different tone when they were in that bathroom. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that was because the camera was. Oh, I'm sure it was. I am sure Mm -hmm. it was. It's like, clearly he was tired of being gaslit. Because yeah. because he's being yeah. now there's this perception that Brandon is kind of this wild child, and yeah. so if they have uh, a dis- something that happens off camera, then people he think he knows that people are more likely to believe Taylor's side of it, and yeah. he's tired of being like you know that's not how I perceive the situation. She did these things, but then everyone's going to be like, well, he lied. And, yeah. and she's also telling him that you're being X, Y, and Z. And he's like, that's not yeah. my perception. That's not what happened. And like, you, you can't get out of that aside from just like, if you put that phone out, then suddenly there's, there's no more disagreement about what happened. Like it's all right yeah. there. And so like, yeah. that's, it's a little scary to have, to, like, I can't it imagine is. being like in a fight with your partner and you feel the need to pull out your phone and record the situation. Like that's almost like that. That's it's like you're sensing danger to get to yeah, that point. But like so much, but like a different type of danger, like yeah. the type of danger of like if she goes out on camera and is crying, everyone's going to believe her because she's Taylor, and, and gonna make I'm going to look like yeah. yeah, like it's going to be the how dare you? You were like it's situations like this. I get so like we're as a country not to go politics but we're like a lot of good things are happening and people are coming out and saying stories that before would have been pushed down and like people are are describing different types of uh, sexual harassment and assault and all these types of things which is perfect and good I think the fear is and like I, I personally hated. This was the thing I hated about dating back when dating. I was in the dating part of my life, is you just don't know the person you're meeting with. Like, a part of me was always a little concerned. Like, I just I want to make sure I'm talking to people who I know are good people because you just don't know how stories could come out or could be construed. Like. Like, he sounds awful, and he got a restraining order and all this stuff, and we have no idea what's going on. We have none, and it's, I I just, 
But as soon as I heard that, that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. And we know he already has that weird conspiracy about everyone being against him. So that doesn't make it true. But just that thought process is very revealing. Yeah. Um, and I think as we can maybe switch gears into reflecting on the whole yeah. season. First, I wanted to mention, I did like that they highlighted in the reading episode that the wives had this friendship that developed through it. And through yeah. Mindy's idea, they all got tattooed on their ring fingers the word 10 to symbolize season 10 made at first sight. And that's how they all met. I thought that was really cute. What are your thoughts through this whole season? Obviously, as we compare them through, we've watched other seasons together and the show as this is developed, moving forward to season 11. Mm-hmm. What are your final thoughts? Um, I'll start. I think I really wish that the experts were more involved throughout the season. I think especially when we saw like I mean really all the couples except for Jessica and Austin as they were like hitting these different problems that they were trying to um to work through I I just feel like if the show really does want people to stay together and build lasting relationships they need to understand that this is an extreme situation and you need a little bit more training wheels um as long as you're recording still like there is so much pressure on it and so I wish and that this could be happening more behind the scenes that we don't know about but I wish that there was more regular couples counseling of like okay this is a thing that we're dealing with this is how we move forward with it um Mm -hmm. I just feel like they could have really used way more of that support so that it would catch like the ball's on the top of the hill right now and it starts to roll down and then you stop it real quick because you have a counseling session and you move it back to the top and then you know you can catch it quicker and quicker as time goes on um and so before these become issues that they just cannot get past so that that's my one thing that i wish were different but i feel like all of the changes that they made over the course of the different seasons where they're both living in a new space together. They're not like moving into one person's house. Like that's been a great improvement. Um, You know, they have the couples meet up and do activities together as a group. I think that's great to kind of give them that community and bring them together again. Um, But yeah, overall, I think that's, that's the main thing that I would want to shift to give them more support. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it felt like there were some scenes where if the experts came in there, um, it it could have been addressed better. Um, although I guess it gets tricky because how, like, it's not like they can say cut, like these are people just living their lives, right? So it's not like they can say cut. Well, yeah, I'm Get me a Dr. Pepper real quick here. Throw her in. I'm saying you know? that like a weekly bi-weekly session that you're oh, yeah, it's like just that. set up already so you yeah. bring those things and you talk about them other than getting to the point where there's this huge issue and then they bring in the expert and record it all like even if they do that off camera that's great mm-hmm. like just give them more support so that they can actually address these things in a way that's going to work that's all totally yeah I like actually that's a really good idea I, hopefully that's something they they do or we'll i'm do. sure they're like, listening yeah. to this and they'll implement all our changes. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Just cut to them like with a notepad writing down oh, stuff. Yeah. All right. That's a, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this season is probably going to get labeled a season with the most drama. Um, 
r rightly so. Um, but I, I just, I hopefully for next season, um, we get a little bit more couples that are dealing with fights that fights that happen in a normal like a normal relationship type of arguments as opposed to this person doesn't even want to show up like i think that's the thing that uh personally made me like the show a lot is you know conversations about finances conversations about religion conversation like the real life situations that couples are having talks about every day and you know, like even the best marriage, they're going to have these type of mm -hmm. talks and hopefully you agree on it. But if you don't, there's the level of compromise that's needed to deal with that. And um, I think this season, unfortunately, was more painted by drama that was less. It just it didn't feel as realistic, like it's drama because of they're in this situation. Like a, a normal couple is not going to have a uh, Michael and Mika is not going to happen because by date three, they're like, nope, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> you know, it's those type of arguments and fights. It just, it felt very frustrating. Like it, it almost felt like a rom-com where they have a, their argument and you're like, if you guys just talk to each other, this movie would be done. Like, that's all you need to do. <laughs> like, instead of doing this like weird, ooh, maybe I'm not going to address it, but I'm going to try to read his text and decode what he's thinking. Like, it's all that type of annoying mm -hmm. bickering that I wasn't a fan of. But I did like a lot of the things they implemented for first time uh, as well. So um, I think they really have a home run with Kevin. Like, I think he is great host. a great addition. Um, the few seasons that he's been the host, it's been, it's been great. You know, I, again, I don't agree with how he does his stuff. Sometimes I, it feels a little like used car, used car salesman E to me, like just a little gross sometimes, but he's getting those answers he's getting people to mm -hmm. talk like it works so yeah, he's a good host that they brought back he really is um and i we uh i think we can all i could say for all of us we're huge fans of dr viviana she's a great addition to the show as well <laughs> uh best dressed person i'm gonna give her that label uh, like just her style. love for outfits yes just well done like yeah just like even though like the weird like sun and moon necklace that she had at one point i don't i was like why is it not connecting i don't know but it looks cool i like right. it it's nice right. <laughs> that's great enough, though, just for her style and that necklace in particular who's <laughs> <was> taking notes <laughs> oh man um and pastor cal was pretty good this season you know, I still, I need him to speak up for the guys a little bit more, but that's just a me thing. I get it. But I think, uh, you know, you can, you can say the lady in the show is being unfair, you know? Yeah. You can, you can do that, Pastor Kyle. You are, you've got the qualifications to do that. <laughs> um, you know, if I say it, I'm just a random guy on the internet. If you say it, you're Pastor Kyle, you know? So just let, let, let Katie know, let Katie know in particular. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but I think uh, overall, interesting season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely have to agree. I liked that we got to see a lot of different elements of some couples. You you know saw mm -hmm. some get through really good um, times together. You saw some come through arguments stronger on the other side. 
For sure. I think that overall the season had a lot of those real elements of a relationship. And so we got to see all of that, whether it maybe not have been all in one couple, we got to see it throughout the five couples. The thing I didn't like in particular about this season, um, it showed that a lot of people are not authentic from the beginning. Um, I've never really been a big fan of interviews, the idea of interviewing in general, because it's all about putting on your best self, mm-hmm. um, you know, and make a good first impression. But if you think about the uh, what an interview is for, it's to build, you know, and in this case, interviews build that relationship or interviews for a job, have a career at that company. Hmm. It does away with the authenticity of who I am as a person and what kind of relationship do I really need for myself and do I really want? Same with jobs. It's not, it's less about, is this something I really want, need strong for my future? Is this who they really want, need good for fit for the company? It's more about what can I get out of this? And it's frustrating to me to see these couples go through this on what they appeared on paper at the beginning, these great people, and then mm-hmm. you see that that wasn't authentic. Mm-hmm. As you go out through the season, you see a lot of different truths come out about people, um, mm-hmm. who they really are, et cetera. And so I, I felt myself being annoyed of the lack of authenticity in some of these people. Absolutely. And so then something I, and I've said it again, time and again with these experts, is that I, I wish there were more natural vetting of, how do these people actually behave in some of these situations? What do they say when they're in front of me, when I go visit them, when I see them on their own? I want to actually see how they handle conflict and how they are with partners, that kind of thing. I did see, which I shot to the experts, I like that in season 11, they're bringing on a reference. And this is someone that they ask the pe- the finalists, they say, hey, bring on your best friend, best person, someone who's really going to speak to you. And some people bring on their parents, like one or like one or two, like a parent. Some people bring on their best friend. Some people bring on a sibling. So I'm really looking forward to season 11, seeing how you actually get interviews with someone that's not the possible partner and the spouse in mm-hmm. this relationship. So I'm like, okay, that's they're starting to incorporate. Yeah, I, I like that touch yeah. that they're doing. So I'm looking yeah. forward to how season 11 that like adjusts who they really are as people as you know, you get to know them and, and see if that really holds true. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the biggest indication Ago and I were talking about this the other day. I think that's what I'm starting to understand is the best indication for the people who are going to be successful through this are the people who are able to be their 100% authentic selves, just like you're saying in that interview process that they're, they straight up know who they are, they know what they want, and they're completely accepting of that. There's no like, this is who I am, but I'm gonna inflate that a little bit so that you think I'm better than the other person. We saw this with Brandon, we saw this with Michael. I I mean, we saw a lot of people, but (laughs) in mind first. (laughs) Um, But like, and then so it's it's being able to do that and then also getting lucky enough to be paired with someone who's also doing that. And yeah. then that's where I think we see the lasting relationships. That's what with Jessica and Austin are our, our one successful couple throughout this whole thing. They showed us that from the beginning. Like I said, when I was watching episode zero just the other day, I was like, 
that is them that we saw on the reunion episode. Like they are the same people. There wasn't any flipping. There was, um, there, there was no, you know, elaborating on like who they were as people. It was just, this is who I am. And so I, I hope that we're going to see that in more future seasons where, where people are just, you know, in it for the right reasons, as (laughs) they always say for these shows. Um, So it'll be exciting. Yeah. I, if you don't mind, I figured we could end on a fun, something a little bit more light. Of uh, was there a point in the season that you found very funny? Like, was there a specific scene? This many hours of television we have uh, consumed here that um, you remember as a standout moment. I'm gonna need a couple minutes to think. Let me right, see. <laughs> I don't know off the bat. I put you guys on the spot you here. Really did. Yeah. Well, I guess I could start for for myself. I think um, the oh, actually, um, I won't use that moment. Okay, well, <laughs> so you had well, your question it, and you didn't have an answer. <laughs> well, I thought you guys were going to answer it first, and I could think of my answer. Let me just spectate the oh. entire season in my head Yay. right now. Think of one moment. Okay, <laughs> I, I I changed my mind. I, I will. I have a moment. Um, the Derek and Katie's date where they were playing, they were doing the Arab attic in the like, oh, whatever that was. Yeah, the little silks yoga thing. Yeah. That was very funny. Like just them upside down and like it, just him. I think watching him deal with that, I was like, that's probably how I would appear if I had to do that. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going, I'm not the most graceful individual here. I'd probably be like just flailing around from up there uh-huh. um that and then they uh they um them saving the turtle which initially i was concerned because like you guys are going to kill this turtle but them calling the turtle cow and saying that he's not a pastor yet <laughs> oh, i oh love that God. scene i loved it it was so great so those would be my two moments okay did you think of one mabel um I thought Did I steal of, your moment. <laughs> I was gonna say something about Katie and Derek, but I'm like, let me let me switch it up. Maybe a different couple. Um, be, only because I keep mentioning it. That watermelon when they were trying to. So Jessica and Austin were trying to figure out what they were gonna take from their respective apartments, and mm-hmm. Jessica could not let go of this watermelon. She's like, I need it. We need to take it with us. <laughs> and Austin's like, we don't need the dang watermelon. <laughs> And she still took it. She still took it. <laughs> oh, that was probably oh, one shit. of my my highlights. Um, but also, I I wanted to think of another one because I know I kept mentioning that one. And if I had to say it, like a, maybe just one of a, a good moments, like a highlight moment, not necessarily funny, but getting to see Mindy ice skate was really cool. Seeing how she is just strong in her place and really shine. So that was that was cool. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna learn how to ice skate. I'm gonna be like that, like <laughs> doing all the things. Um, I think, I think one of my favorite things was seeing them go into each other's places for the first time, and so the way that like Mika was in Michael's place and like he's got all his pans off the cupboard and he's like just she just could not understand why he was setting up his kitchen that way and not using the cupboards like their reactions to each other was so funny 
And like that yeah. was when like the watermelon thing happened with Jessica and Austin because she was yeah. from her place and all their like weird snooping around. We had the whole like Katie discovering the wad of cash and fake gun and like Derek's drawer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All sorts of These weird people. stuff comes out. And like those are some of my like favorite things to watch because you get to just like that's kind of relatable where it's like the first time you get to we talked about this a lot but the first time you go to someone you're dating like their house or their place um and just kind of like getting that extra layer of information and seeing them do this was so funny so i i really enjoyed that oh i have to if we're just throwing in moments that we liked (laughs) that aren't funny I'm just going to throw in a full wedding. Like, I'm not, you know, <laughs> the wedding episode. They did a really great job with that. That's just true. the different camera angles. They had fun with the slow-mo. They had so much fun they really with the did. slow-mo. Yeah, yeah. And, like, couples that I was iffy at, on in the middle of that wedding, I was like, they're going to be together forever. They're so perfect. <laughs> they were like, very was... sweet. They did a, yeah. yeah. It was very romantic. All the guys had great vows. It, I was like, the vows. That, yeah were 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. except for brandon's but everyone else's <laughs> vows were just 10 out of 10 um it was it was a very or even like the fact that they were just picking up random people talking i don't know how you do that like everyone's on it so clear well they've had like you know nine past seasons to practice off of so they're perfecting yeah. their craft in this but yeah they <laughs> they did a great job telling that story and yeah. like it you if you were just to like watch that without understanding that these people were strangers it would just mm-hmm. be like this is just a beautiful wedding like that's yeah. how well they produced it yeah. like just the environment yeah. and all the yeah, yeah slow mo in particular makes anything look romantic <laughs> <laughs> makes it seem more emotional oh, like <laughs> that's great that's great all right well thank you everybody for joining us through this ride we really loved <laughs> talking about yeah. the season join us again in, yeah. to talk about season 11 next mm-hmm. yeah we're excited to get into season 11 see if all these changes are going to be a good improvement and you know start talking about all these new couples so thanks we'll talk to you soon oh. bye <laughs> nice